You're listening to The Courage to Change, a recovery podcast. We are a community of recovering people who have overcome the odds and found the courage to change. Each week, we share stories of recovery from substance abuse, eating disorders, grief and loss, childhood trauma, and other life-changing experiences. Come join us no matter where you are on your recovery journey. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Courage Change Recovery Podcast. My name is Ashley Loblossingame, and I am your host. Today, we have a Q&A. We have a Q&A. Scott, what's a Q&A? The Q&A today. That whisper attack. That was brand new. That was... Whoa. 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 Uh, Okay, so we got a question from a listener. It says, I'm newly sober, and it's been a long time since I did anything fun that didn't include drinking. I don't even know what I like to do anymore. How do I learn to have fun in sobriety if I don't even know what I like? And that is from T. T is coming at us with the question about how do I have fun in sobriety? Will I ever have fun again? Yeah, great question. I got sober at 19. Let me just tell you, the worry about will I ever have fun again was that was top of the list. Numero uno, number one, baby. I had a sponsor who sat me down when I when I asked her this question and she was like, so tell me about your using. Tell me about, you know, like what brought you in, what recently, you know, the last couple of years. And so I described the abject misery that I had been living in, trying to make my drinking and using work with brief moments of some semblance of fun. And she was like, okay, so you are acting like you're giving up all this fun to come into sobriety. Well, no one comes into sobriety on a winning streak. That's not how you get here. We come in with our asses hanging off, our lives falling apart, and then we start to put put it back together. And then we wonder if we'll ever have fun again. What I have found and what many people I know have found is that you actually will have more fun in recovery than you ever had drinking. Not to say that you didn't have fun drinking. So people will, you will hear this when people are like, my worst day sober is better than my best day drinking. And I want to throw a shoe (laughs) at anyone who says that because that's some bullshit. Okay. That's some straight up bullshit. (laughs) Your worst day sober is not better than your best day drinking, depending on how, I mean, maybe you really never had a good time, but that's unlikely. So I'm here to tell you that for me, that is not accurate. However, my sober life is so much better than all my best days of drinking combined. And that is really what it's about. So back to fun. So you get sober and literally everything you did, you drank, right? You drink, you went to the movies, you drank, you went bowling, you drank. You know, it's kind of like when you quit smoking and you're like, well, how do I drive? I don't know how to drive. <laughs> I can't drive. And I cannot operate a vehicle without smoking. This is, this is absurd. The ignition won't start. It is Again, something I talk about, it is uncomfortable at first, but two things. One, you got to try a bunch of stuff and make it fun and silly. Like I joined the dorkiest book club. I did, like I tried so many different things. Ash, I don't think you should lead with book club if we're talking about fun. (laughs) 
Okay. I like reading. All right. I read. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, there you go. It's not the only thing I tried. Book club. Book church. club. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm starting with the with the heavy hitters. Try different things. But almost more importantly is that with my sober community, the one that I made that was in a similar stage of life that I was in, which is really important, we did so many things as a sober group and people had no idea we were sober. In fact, people often thought we were very, very drunk because we were laughing and loud and having a good time. And we went to Vegas and we would go in these, you know, into clubs in these groups and just dance our little heads off. And <laughs> and we used to go to this meeting in uh, Los Angeles. It was like 11. There's one at 11 and one at 12 in Hollywood. And after that, we would go to some, you know, Denny's-esque diner till four in the morning, hanging out, having... We just... I did not have that level of fun and variety in my using. My using... In the beginning, we did. But after a while, it got really solo and dark and morally... (laughs) questionable, trying all these new things, going to these new places, going places with groups of people who were sober showed me how to have fun. And I have not found other than I think I've shared my personal boundaries that I don't go to wine tastings or or wineries, but I have not found many places that I cannot go sober and have a good time. Wineries is one of them. I don't have a good time at a winery. That's It's not fun for me. I can manage to stay sober, but it's it's really just brutal. And so I don't do it. But I mean, I've been to raves. I've been to bars. I've been to clubs. I've been to... I've been abroad. I've been bungee jumping, hiking, Machu Picchu, like all... I mean, just so many different things with sober people in sobriety. And my experience, if you talk to other people who've been sober a long time, is that the life that you have sober will lead you to so much more fun. And learning about what you like is truly trial and error. And I like to put a kind of a fun spin on it, which is it's exciting to try new things, to try a salsa class, to try a you know hot yoga, or to go to an ashram for a week and have a silent retreat and just see how much you can really take or just all these different things that you can try out there. Painting classes, learn another language, jet ski, hiking, boating. There's so many things out there. A lot of people take up endurance sports. They take up, you know, people get obsessed with the gym. There's so many different things. And I think that if you talk to people who've been sober a long time or people who are in your age range or life experience, because my life experience now or my phase of life now, I have to find new things now the way that I did before that I like to do because my likes and phase of life has changed so drastically in the last six years that I'm now back in that space I was when I got sober, which is like, okay, what do I like to do now? Then I like, I'm tired <laughs> and old and creaky. And some of the things are the same, but now I'm back in that place. Okay. What do I like to do now? What's fun now? Because if you take me to a club and make me stay there past 11, I will cut you. I will cut you. I will find a place to nap and go to bed. Absolutely not. <laughs> that sounds horrible. And if you make me wear heels doing it, mm-mm. 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 So like, but that used to be so fun. So it changes. Yeah. What about, so, I mean, I don't know T. I don't know anything about her, but let's say 
what if they are maybe in a little bit or in a later stage of life? Like maybe what they're, let's say they're mid thirties when they find this. So it's been a, it's been a good later minute. stage. Calm down. Yeah, basically middle Mid- age <laughs> tapping on the door Jeez. of death. You know what I mean? <laughs> Banging on that door. It's, it's let's say the, the reaper. Are... Let's say the grim reaper is sitting yeah, in the room with you, you know, mid-30s. just, just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like in that I'm later in, i'm including myself in this i'm including myself but you know it's different right just being young <laughs> yeah. there's just more of all that so i mean i can share with you what i'm doing i'm into it go Okay. So I have always wanted to surf. I've taken surf lessons. My kids surf. My husband is an incredible surfer. And I have a bunch of friends, female friends who surf here and there. And I just bit the bullet, bought a wetsuit and texted my girlfriend who's sober and was like, I am so afraid. I'm so like, I'm literally pop. Like, I don't even want to text you this. I'm deleting this as I write it. And I need you to take me out surfing in small waves and just get me out there. And I did that because I know she's going to follow up on it. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, bitch, when are you coming out? Come on, <laughs> let's go. And if you don't call me bitch, I don't really respond. So, um, so she, and she did, she's texting me like, you know, we're going to go on Monday. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be a, you know, a surfer girl. Well, who knows? But it's something that is accessible to me. It's free. I have a surfboard. I have friends that do it. It's good exercise it's out in the sunshine. And I just need to get my ass out there and do it. And that's one of those things I bought. And again, the buying piece, you can do that at very low cost. So there's lots of things, but I really like woodworking. Totally. (laughs) And basically redid a table and then I recovered some chairs and I did a whole bunch of stuff. And I just started really small with really easy, basic stuff. And I have a few tools and and I have another project that I'm going to do that is small and doable and I can do over time. I used to be a serious Bikram yoga girl. I go all the time, like to the point where I made myself sick a few times. And but like what kind of alcoholic would I be if I didn't overdo yoga? <laughs> you know? It's important. It's an important step. So I have been going to hot yoga classes that are super low-key relative to what I'm used to and just trying to get back into it and enjoying it and not making it a big deal because one thing that I have noticed is very hard for me is if I used to be really good at something and then I try to do it again and I suck, which is literally everything at this point because <laughs> I haven't done jack shit for since the kids were born, that it's, my ego just like won't let me do it. It just, it's like, it, I'm like, I can't begin to see myself or body image issues or any of it. And I just have to overcome that. And then eventually I get into it and it's fun and blah, blah, blah. Those are three things that I'm doing. And you may see other people doing things on Instagram or like, that's how I saw a bunch of my girlfriends. They have very different schedules than I do and that they were surfing. And I was like, oh, I want to go surfing with them. So a lot of people talk about social media as this comparing thing. And I, for me, it was informative, like, oh, they're surfing and, you know, texted them. Hey, can I come surfing with you? Trying new things and doing it with your sober friends that would require you to make sober friends is a really great way to learn how to have fun. I think that is step one, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, step one is making sober friends. The community piece, we will say until we can't say it anymore. It's not optional. Guys, it's not optional. Even if you want to woodwork by yourself, you could could woodwork with pals, you know? Yeah, or not. But like you still need... Woodworking can't be the only thing you do. And (laughs) Cassie Drockelman. (laughs) 
subliminal messages will mm. be sent. <laughs> Our spouses will receive subliminal messages. <laughs> the first couple times you do stuff sober that you used to do loaded, like going to a movie or bowling or whatever, it will feel uncomfortable. But refer back to everything is going to feel uncomfortable at first because you're newly sober. I would recommend the movies. Get yourself a huge purse and bring in a big thing of chips and salsa. Well, I'm going to flag that reservation. Res- <laughs> I'm going to flag that recommendation. It's real good. Because a thing of salsa. It's great. Into the movies. Done it. And we and we had enough chips and salsa for like seven to, like, of us. Pass. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's you can communal. pass. Ashley, if you want to build community, it's mostly based around chips and salsa. I don't know how you make friends without I mean, that. That's a great point that salsa <laughs> has to be communal. And no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be communal. It doesn't have to be, but it's better. Fun is not over. Yeah, the fun is not over. I think you painted a good picture of that. So you've got libraries, church, um, <laughs> you've got... No, I think you did a good job of pointing out that that it, life is not over. But I think I love the the idea of like trying to find places where you're a beginner again. And I think that can be hard to do, especially for people's ego, especially maybe when you're trying to piece yourself back together. But I do think in the long run, to your point, that is going to be those, it's going to build up what you're into, who you are, what's your, your the new version of yourself for sure. Yeah. And fun when you're loaded is a different thing because you are pumping your brain full of, you know, up high chemicals, whatever that looks like, chemicals that are making you experience extremes. And you're not going to compete with that, especially at first. Your brain is still healing. So if you're expecting to have the time of your life in the first 30 days of your sobriety, probably not going to be the case. Your brain is still still healing. So this is a also he, like a true physical healing process. So I think there's some level of being patient and being patient with yourself and working through the discomfort and you know like you said building on on those experiences. Ashley, if people want to have a question on the show like T did today, where should they send their questions? Please send us your questions to podcast at lionrock.life. That is the email podcast at L-I-O-N-R-O-C-K dot L-I-F-E. And you don't have to put your name. T just put T. So I don't even have a clue what her name is. Oh, T didn't spell the T. Correct. We don't know. I think it might've been Mr. T. It's possible. Mr. T? Mm, Yeah, I guess it's a woman. That makes it harder. Cool. Well, uh, I hope that was helpful, T. And, you know, shoot us another email. If you find something fun that we can share with with our community, we would love to hear about it. Or if you're just listening and you're like, I don't have any questions, but you just want to share something we can put in sort of the pot of things that people can try. We're into that too. Shoot us us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Ashley, anything you want to leave them with? Hang in there and I'll talk to you next week. This podcast is sponsored by lionrock.life. Lionrock.life is a diverse and supportive recovery community offering weekly over 70 online peer support meetings, useful recovery information, and entertaining content. Whether you're newly sober, have many years in recovery, or you're recovering from something other than drugs and alcohol, we have space for you. Visit www.lionrock.life today and enter promo code COURAGE for one month of unlimited peer support meetings free. Find the joy in recovery at lionrock.life.